The second season is underway for the Peoria City semi-professional soccer franchise with a new but familiar head coach leading the way. Club general manager Tim Regan, a former Bradley University standout and MLS pro, has added the coaching role to his duties. He takes over for Ruben Resendez, who guided Peoria City to the playoffs as an expansion team. Peoria City already set its attendance record with a crowd of more than 1,300 fans on hand last Saturday at Shea Stadium for the USL League 2 season opener. WCBU reporter Joe Deacon talks with Regan about the team's expectations for the rest of the season and why he's serving as coach this year. There are a lot of reasons for having me as the head coach this year. First off, the guy who did a really good job in the first year was unavailable. So availability is a key aspect, and I was able to step in and serve in the role this season. You're very familiar with the Peoria soccer community and have been connected to this area for more than two decades now. For those who may not know, can you tell us a little bit about your background and experience? Yeah, I'll give you the, the Cliff Notes version of that one. I went to school here at Bradley University, so I spent four years on the soccer team playing for Jim DeRose, who's my current boss as the head coach still of the program. I left here at Peoria a little bit early from college and took off and played soccer and Major League Soccer for a few years, continued to work in the professional game as a scout for Toronto FC, transitioned into another scouting role for the U.S. Soccer Federation, then into the coaching world where I did a little bit of youth and then a professional team called Indy 11, which plays in the second division in our country. Came back to Bradley University to join Coach DeRose as his assistant and uh, start my seventh season this coming year. Seven seasons on the Bradley staff. Turning back to Peoria City, how successful would you rate the club's first season, and how would you hope to build on it for this year? For a starting club, to make the playoffs number one is a challenge because you have to acquire the players, keep the players, and, and make the performance happen all year long all summer long. Second, you you need to make sure that you have something to draw people in. And for the guys that come play on our team, it's the crowd. It's the environment. It's a real game day experience that you don't see a lot of times in this USL2 league. So I would say that on our end, we had a really fantastic first year. So you talk about the crowd and what is the biggest key to growing interest in this team and in this level of soccer here? There's a couple of different aspects to our sport. It's a, a weird one, soccer. For most fans, when you go to a game, you show up, you pay your ticket, you sit in your seat, and you enjoy the sporting event. Uh, No different than local theater or anything of the sort in the arts community. But for soccer, we have a unique thing that we call supporters clubs. And we have one called the 309. And they are grassroots. It's a couple of local guys that are passionate soccer fans. And to have your own team called Peoria City in your backyard show up, support it, make your own chants, make your own scarves, make your own uh, name of the group, the 309. And they have a real passion for the sport. And in our last season, they were out there in good numbers, and they've already enhanced that this year uh, to be really impressive. Uh, They're over 300 as a group total in terms of the online support. And then in person, they're between 15 and 100 every game. And they don't just sit and watch. They sing, they chant, they have drums, megaphones. Uh, it, it creates a different environment that you're used to seeing in normal sporting events. Tell us a little bit about the structure of USL2, what it's meant to be, and, and how many teams and, and all that that's involved. It continues to grow. They've, they've got up to almost 130 teams this year. Just a few years ago, it was as low as 80. The league has always touted itself as the pathway to pro. What that means is for most college-age players, at some point during their career, they probably spent some time in the USL2 
especially those that have ambition to play professionally. So when you see hashtag path to pro, that's where the league is founded on. And it's truthful. Um, I myself, as a player, played in this league uh, in 1999 and uh, made my way to the professional game. So I'm living proof that path to pro is real. Who are some of the key players on this year's team that fans should notice? Well, first we have our local players, and I, I think that's always a, a great sell. Uh, Peoria soccer community is strong. It's always been big in number. It's impossible to groom perfect players every year. So there's always these kind of given years where there's really top-level guys and out of the years where it's a little bit more just really good college players at any level. So Miles Fonafong is, is one of our local players. He grew up in Washington, uh, went to high school here in Peoria at Peoria Notre Dame. Uh, Wesley Gibson's from Morton, went to high school at Morton. Uh, both of them played collegiately at Wisconsin Green Bay and Southern Illinois Edwardsville. Also have Noah Madrigal, who's a local player that went to Peoria Notre Dame and is currently at Marquette University. There are some other younger guys that are still making their footprint in the college game and, and trying to make their skills a little bit better this summer so that next year when you look up their names, they have stats and games played in, in respective schools, uh, Division One, Two, II, and Three. The team opened the season last Saturday with a 3-2 to two loss to St. Charles at Shea Stadium. What were your takeaways from that match? What did you see that you liked, and what would you want to improve? Well, unfortunately, since we didn't win, I'll point to the, my favorite part, which was uh, the crowd. That's spectacular. We set our attendance record, and uh, food trucks in the parking lot, DJ, tailgate, uh, great support all along from all of our local sponsors uh, in Central States Media and the work they do through our food truck support through uh, all the River City Brews, 10 different local establishments that support the club. The more you have your name out, the more people say, oh, yeah, that's a soccer team that plays over at Shea Stadium, and they're going to show up and enjoy the party and then enjoy the soccer game. Uh, on the soccer front, you got a lot of goals. So if you're a neutral observer or just learning the game for the first time, uh, the game is pretty exciting. It's a pretty wide-open, fluid style of play, as we might say, and, and really entertaining to watch. What are your expectations for Friday's second contest when you host FC Wichita? All these games are just really difficult to judge who's going to win because each week a team can look totally different, which is the nature of this summertime. You might have as many as 30 or 40 players on your roster. So to say that the opposing coach knows exactly what he's doing and I know exactly what I'm doing is probably false. Uh, we know our players, but who's available, who's healthy, uh, who's ready to play. So each game is just we go in and we know it's going to be really competitive. When you say you could have up to 30 players on a roster, how many can you use in each match? On a game day, you can dress 18 you start 11, you can sub as many as seven. So the the rostering big numbers, it's just for the sake that in a summertime, there are so many individual stories, players that are in for short terms. Some players have to go back and deal with school things, family issues, vacations. And this summertime for them is a, is a time to enhance their game before they go back to their university environments. So what's the outlook for the rest of the season? What goals have you set for the team? Well, we have to match last year. We just get back to the playoffs. And uh, we got off on the wrong foot with, with the first game being a loss. But we've got 11 more games and plenty of time to make that up. And how far could you potentially go in the playoffs? I mean, again, you said there's so many teams in the league. Yeah, there are. Uh, the, the playoffs are 32 teams, and you're divided by division and conference. So in our division, two teams will make the playoffs, and we'll face off against uh, two other teams from the Great Lakes division, which we did last year. So Heartland against Great Lakes. And in that one becomes really intense because the games are close. You play Friday, Sunday, and it's a quick turnaround physically for the players. So it, it, if you get to that point, you're guaranteed for just uh, the, the classic just boxing match style. Go at it and see who can win. That's Peoria City soccer head coach Tim Regan talking to WCBU's Joe Deacon about the semi-pro club's second season.